everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. The topic that we are speaking about this week is be your own mentor. And today's episode is become a lifelong learner. So I always loved school growing up, like for reals. I was one of those weird kids that loved school so much. I would look forward to going to it. You know, I'd be excited to go to school most days because I do enjoy learning. And even in college, I really enjoyed learning new things and getting into interesting conversations that would teach me something, even if it was just about real life and not academics. And you might be thinking, wow, Sabrina, you sound really nerdy. Yes, I was. I am. It just, it is who I am. And school was such an important uh, place for me, important time spent getting to know people, understanding how the world is much different than what I perceive it to be in my home where there's like abuse and just pain. And that's another reason why I love school so much. But I did struggle a lot in school because my home life was not the best. It was rough. And I also let myself become so distracted with most things around me that I got behind on homework and I struggled to ask for help because I was definitely battling and still am a little bit people-pleasing and perfectionist. So I didn't want to ask anyone for help. I didn't want to have to go through the rejection of someone saying no or judging me and saying, wow, you don't understand this. And, you know, like trying to claim that I was stupid or just couldn't get it, even though I couldn't get it. That part was true. It was really difficult for me. Um, but I also let myself get distracted because there was a lot happening in my life. And I also definitely had FOMO and I wanted to be involved in as many things as I could. Um, But also there wasn't enough structure at home and I could have probably created that on my own. But again, it was, it was really tough, you know, and I have terrible memories of crying in my room because I just didn't understand the math questions I was supposed to do. I just didn't get it. I would sit there. I remember in high school, I was sitting on the floor of my room, just crying, trying to figure out how... (laughs) how algebra worked. And I've never been good at math. Math is not my strong point. Um, Yeah, I would say that science or English or anything like that is, or anything that had to do with the arts, like music and acting and even speech. I, I was good at those things. I was definitely good at those things, but math, no, no. Um, But yeah, things I was good at, you know, I just, I loved public speaking and theater so much fun. These are the things that came easy to me, but Even as an adult, I have such a thirst for learning. I I love it. I get excited. And, you know, I find a lot of times I love to just talk to people. You know, I enjoy learning a lot about the hobbies that I have, like podcasting and writing and singing and even like organizing. Yes, I like to watch videos and look at things on Pinterest on how to organize. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But yeah, I and and about what other people are interested in. I love chatting people up and finding out their why. I love really digging into their brain and being like, tell me why or tell me this or that. I just really love to understand people because the decisions and thoughts other people have interest me so, so deeply. And it was part of the reason why I went to school and wanted to major in psychology because I love trying to figure out why people do the things that they do truly and you know um I just love learning how people work and to mentor yourself which is what we were talking about this whole week um in the best way you need to commit to becoming a life 
lifelong learner. Uh, making the decision to consistently be learning in all different ways will really help you to have a better understanding of so, so many things. Uh, but also be able to adapt easier and quicker because you may have enough base knowledge of so many things that you are able to pick up the details even easier. I totally believe that the more learning you do, the easier things will come for you. There's still going to be things that cause you trouble like math (laughs) or whatever it is that your subject that you struggle in, but a lot of things will just come so much easier. And so I hope that there are people out there like me that enjoy learning, that enjoy just really understanding things a lot deeper, a lot more. I understand that not everyone is necessarily like this. However, I do encourage you to take up this kind of behavior and desire if you do want to mentor yourself, if you do want to continue to push yourself to become your best self, because it'll encourage you to be more open-minded and understanding and for you to learn the things that you need to know, or even the things you didn't know, need to, didn't even know. Wow. Didn't even know you need to know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Those things will hopefully make it a lot easier for you. And, you know, being open to learning on the regular, not just like in specific times when you're in school or when you're forced to because of your job or whatever, uh, will also expose you to new things you may never have discovered. You know, it's just these little roads and journeys that we take when we'll run into something we weren't expecting. And it's absolutely fantastic because we're like, oh my gosh, I would never have discovered this if it wasn't for this, you know, and which is super fun because new experiences can bring a lot of enjoyment and discovery. And I think that's such a beautiful thing because we, you know, you, you won't necessarily miss what you don't know, but by finding those things, it's truly exciting. And you're like, wow, you know, I just discovered this cool new thing and I, I never even attempted to look into this before and bam, here it is. You know, it just gets me excited. It gets me excited for you. And it gets excited for me because when those times happen, I am excited for other people when they discover something that they're like, oh my gosh, I would have never come across this. I would have never like even thought about this, but then you did and it happened and then I'm excited. So anyway, I know that you can tell how excited I am. So I guess I don't have to continue to try to convince you, but yeah, it's super cool. Um, so in addition you are generally more open to different ideals, ways of life, and people because having a heart to learn, like that true heart desire, uh, can also lead to a heart to understand things differently than you. And I, I know I've spoken about this a couple of weeks ago where I encourage people to under, be more understanding and accepting of people that are different from you. You know, there's probably going to be a couple of things that might be hard stops for you, but general, you should be more accepting and willing to understand people because it is the beauty of a a true community to accept and understand people that are different from you because we will all be able to help each other and understand things in a different way and be able to thrive together even better, thrive together even better if we are able to come together as a true community. I truly believe that. I know it sounds you know, naive and like, and talking about a utopia, which I'm not, you know, we'll still have our struggles and our differences. But I think that if we could be more understanding and opening, opening and open with each other, life could be a lot easier. That's just my belief. 
But I do believe that by becoming a lifelong learner and wanting to learn more on the regular, you will be more accepting of other people because you will understand how not everything is made the same on purpose. And forcing yourself to see things from different perspectives and viewpoints is very helpful. So today I do have four ways for you to become, four tips to give to you for becoming a lifelong learner. But before we dive into that, as always, let's talk about the five-minute reset. So if you're having a hard day, stress, feeling overwhelmed, I encourage you to try the five-minute reset, which is just for you to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. Take more time if you have it, but just take more time and it allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It's as if you're going to draw a line in the sand and decide to leave everything all the crap and the maybe the bad day that you had behind you, not let it linger into the rest of the day or even into the next day. No one wants that. But you're just saying, like, hey, I can still have a good day, even though it's like five o'clock or it's nine o'clock at night, I can still decide to put all this behind me and not let it like quote unquote ruin my day and take the nuggets that I need to learn from that situation, but move on and not just drag that baggage through the rest of the day or your week. And so with the five minute reset, you can take a break from any issues or burdens that you're currently dealing with that are weighing you down. Come up with any resolutions for any problems or issues that you are currently dealing with alone or with someone else. I always encourage people to come up with a list of at least four things you are grateful for, big, small, medium size. You can be grateful for literally anything and everything. Maybe you're grateful that you're able to go out to dessert with your friends. Maybe you're grateful that you actually got to sleep in and get some extra rest that you needed. Maybe you're grateful that your gym finally opened back up and you can get back to exercising. Super cool. Or maybe you're grateful that you were able to get a new pair of shoes because the shoes that you had were kind of falling apart. You can be grateful for anything. The list is never ending. It's an amazing, amazing thing. And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully after crafting your gratitude list and then reviewing anything positive and blessings that are happening in your life, you will realize that by focusing more on those things and the negative things that may or may not be happening in your life without diminishing what you're going through, you'll realize it's a lot easier for you to go through life by focusing more on the blessings and the positives. So just a suggestion, but I do hope that you're having a fantabulous day. Also, just a reminder before we jump into our tips, I thank you so much for listening to the show, and I encourage you to continue to share it with anyone that you feel like would benefit from it. So back to the episode, let's chat about some tips on how to become a lifelong learner. So the first tip I have for you, and like I said, I only have four, is to try new things on a regular basis. Seems pretty easy, right? It is. It's very easy. Uh, Just try new things. And you might be hesitant because you don't know how it's going to turn out. You don't know if you're actually going to have fun. You don't know if you're going to waste money. You know, I mean, if you're able to find things that don't cost you money to start out with, at least if that is a concern of yours, fair, you should find something like that. But I just encourage you to try new things. And maybe those things at first can be related to things you already do. That's great. But then I would encourage you to also branch out and like I, what I like to call it, like getting to the edge of your interests and your hobbies and the things that you enjoy so that you kind of cross over with people that are interested in that, but also really interested in something else that's totally different from you. So again, try new things on a regular basis. And by regular, I mean at least weekly, I would say at the most, bi-weekly, because you want to, that's the regularity there, right? You can't just do it 
once every three months. That's not really going to change or influence your life very much. Okay, so the second tip I have for you is don't be afraid to ask more questions. This is something I love to do. A lot of people don't like to do this because they are, like me, people pleasers and perfectionists. You feel like you're weak or that you don't know something if you have to ask a question or you feel like you're taking up too much space and time and energy by asking your questions and you don't want to get in anyone's way. Yeah, I get both of those because I do struggle with them. However, how are you going to learn more things if you don't ask questions? And yes, you can go on the internet and go to the library and go to an expert and ask them to tell you all the things so you can download all the knowledge into your brain. But there's still going to be questions that you need to ask. And I honestly think the best way to get answers is to be able to ask direct questions. It's actually one of the best things about Clubhouse because I'm able to ask people directly that are informed on whatever it is that I'm interested in that, you know, I get to just be like, hey, what do you think about this? Or how do I do this? Or, well, tell me more about this, you know? And even if it's just in a general conversation and you don't feel like you're actively trying to learn something, I would encourage you to start practicing asking more questions because there's nothing wrong with asking questions. I know that one of the biggest things and reasons why people don't do it, besides the ones I already named, is the person that you're asking the question to can seem defensive. And that's honestly on them. So if you have a bad experience with them and that's because they become defensive, that's on them. That's something that they need to work on. Unfortunately, that will affect you by not getting answers to your questions, but just remember that if that if you do encounter that, it's not because of you, it's truly because of them, and they are just projecting uh, whatever things and feelings and emotions they have not worked through on you because they haven't worked through them. So, but again, don't be afraid to ask questions, don't be afraid to go deep, don't be, don't be afraid to understand things more because that's what creates a lifelong learner. And that's what creates someone that's informed and understands things better, wider, and with a different perspective. Okay, so the third tip, second to last, that I have for you is to learn to embrace change. I like change and then I don't. (laughs) And I'm sure that's most people. I like change because it brings new things, new growth, new seasons, new opportunities, surprises, and new uh, growth opportunities, you know, different ways to learn and figure out new situations. I love that. However, change can be scary because if you're changing from something dramatically different than what you're used to, what you're comfortable in, then it can cause you a lot of stress and fear and anxiety about the unknown, the uncertainty of the future, which a lot of us worry about, especially during this climate right now. But if you are able to really make the decision in your mindset where it needs to be first, to change, to embrace change, then you will be able to learn things quicker because you don't, aren't solely living within your defense mechanisms and fears of the future and of uncertainty. You are allowing your mind and your heart to be open, to be like, okay, changes are coming. I know that I'll be able to adapt. It might take a little bit of time to understand what's going on, but I believe I can adapt and still flourish in this environment. And whether that's actual physical move or just a change in your job or a change in how you do things at your job, or maybe it's a change in relationship, um, whatever it may be. You know, if you go into it with a more open mind, if you understand that 
You know, uncertainty surrounds us every single day. There's nothing we can do about that. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow necessarily. So honestly, like letting go of that worry will be in your best interest. Believe me, I'm trying to tell myself that all the freaking time. But yeah, by letting that go and embracing change and embracing how the possibility, a uh, high possibility of those things working out in your favor and bringing even more joy and happiness to you, then why wouldn't you embrace change, right? Okay, so our last tip that I have to share with you, the fourth one, is to know it's never too late to try something. This holds me back. This holds so many people back. You believe that you're too old or you've been through too much or you know, you just, it's, it's too late in the game for, cause it's the, the, whatever it is, it's like, oh, you feel is oversaturated of whatever you want to do. You think you're too late. You think you're too old. You think that it's passed you by when that's not true. You know, you can jump into anything at any time. You just have to make them the decision to do that. You have to make the decision to be like, okay, I am it's not too late. I'm not too old. I I can jump right in. I can give it a try. And you could see if it works out for you. Maybe it doesn't. And that just means that's not your thing. You could still try something else, but maybe it does. And you, maybe you find something that you love and enjoy and cherish and that you think is super special. So I encourage you don't ever think it's too late. It's not too late. I am always telling myself this. I think that I, me, Sabrina, who is turning 36 this year, that I am like too late to the podcasting game or I'm too late to the motivational speaking game or I'm too late to start writing a book when there's like a myriad of people that didn't even start doing things until this age or maybe a little bit later. And even if they did start before me, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily better than me. It just means that they had their priorities and focus in a different way. And I still had important things that I'm still doing right now. So it's okay. I'm doing these important things and I'm going to move on to those important things and they may do it the other way around. That's totally fine. Everyone's going to do it the way that best suits them and the way that they're supposed to do it. So just a reminder, it's never too late to try something new because we should always go through our whole life, always trying to try something new so that we can continue to expand our ability to learn more and more and more and perspective changes. So, okay, you guys, well, that's all I have today to say about this topic Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. I appreciate your downloading, um, listening, sharing the show. You're amazing. Don't forget to check the description box below for notes for the show. Um, also, you can find me on Instagram. If you come over and follow and connect with me on Instagram, I will send you a free coffee card via email. So look for that. Also, you can email me with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, hello to me. Check out my website, sabrinajoy.com, where you can listen to the show, see my YouTube channel, also provide donations for the podcast via PayPal or Patreon. Both of them have thank you gifts. If you're interested in that, if you do support the show, thank you so, so, so much. Also, last thing, I did start implementing, I believe since the last topic, (laughs) I started implementing transcripts. So I know I have show notes and those are pretty close to what I generally say, but I did start uploading actual transcripts like word for word of the show. So if you're interested in that, you can take a peek at that as well. That's it. That's all. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. You're amazing. You're fantastic. You're making my dreams come true. Thank you so much. Have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.